Hello, Alexander. How are you? What do you think about this, uh, the first two months of Russia's war in Ukraine? What are your conclusions? Well, it's uh, the scariest uh, moment uh, in Ukraine's uh, newest, maybe not only newest history, but also the proudest. Uh, I mean, it began with this absolute horror of uh, being attacked by the second largest uh, and fittest army of the world. Uh, and with these predictions of uh, 72 hours and they are in Kiev. Uh, and uh, it's uh, it's in the third months already, and uh, with this clear understanding that we are kicking their uh, butts, and uh, it makes me as Ukrainian really proud. What about yourself? Yes, I agree with you that uh, this was not something utterly unexpected. I think uh, after all these months of warning that Russia might invade Ukraine, I personally was expecting that something will happen, maybe not on this uh, huge scale. Uh, but uh, of course, uh, you know, the, those predictions that Kyiv will fall in three days, the Russians will achieve a lot of things, will occupy a lot of Ukraine's territory very, very quickly. That didn't happen at an enormous cost, of course. The war is going on for more than two months and Ukraine was able to push Russians out from many territories in the north, especially and you know our our defenders are also advancing in in the east in Kharkiv region but i'm yeah. really worried about you know the southern ukraine that is under occupation i speak to people who escaped Kherson region and they are telling me like really terrible stories of uh, all the kidnappings and uh, torture and you know people have their uh, ribs broken they are tortured with tasers and this is what's happening when uh, you know russia is allowed to occupy land this is scary Absolutely. Uh, the South is, uh, is the part of the country that uh, where we need and where we wait uh, for uh, Ukrainian armed forces not only to defend what they have, what they're having now, but also to uh, start uh, kicking them back uh, to at least uh, the line of uh, February 24th. Uh, and uh, quite frankly, uh, there was some good news in the beginning uh, when uh, uh, there were reports uh, that uh, uh, people from Crimea, soldiers from Crimea, refused to, to get deployed to attack Odessa. I think there was something to it, and I think I think that uh, we all see the saw the videos of uh, Ukrainians going to demonstrations and showing no, uh, you know, readiness whatsoever to embrace uh, this so-called liberation. This gives hope, uh, and. Uh, I yesterday saw the interview with uh, Christo Grozev, uh, the, the newest one, and he says the only thing that is changing right now between Ukraine and Russia is that Ukraine is getting new and new weapons and getting more and more fit uh, uh, to uh, throw Russia back. So we hope that uh, with every day, uh, the day uh, come, the, 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 the time, the moment uh, uh, gets closer when, uh, when we liberate our land. Yes, I hope so too, definitely, you know, it's a struggle between uh, the past and the future, I think, because what Russia is proposing is a, a return to some uh, really dark ages of the past, you know, when the brutal force, brutal force just decides everything, uh, it doesn't propose any uh, viable 
neither economic nor uh, you know society model nor governance model it's, it's just like all these uh, red flags of the soviet union that they are yeah. installing all these uh, you know uh, monuments to lenin you cannot <laughs> recreate the past you cannot like forcibly return but they're trying. the past <laughs> they're trying they're trying to drag uh, not only ukraine but the whole world into the 20th century amazingly so um, so and that's why this war is incredibly surreal and I might say stupid and unwinnable for Putin, but he doesn't understand that yet, yet right? Yeah, he seems uh, that he doesn't. Well, there are some voices of dissent inside Russia, but I do not really trust those. I know that ultimately it will depend on how Ukrainians react and how you know strongly they are able to push Russians back. But when I'm speaking about this enormous cost that Ukraine you know, is paying for this war, I'm also thinking about all my colleagues, journalists who have been called, killed in this war. Just the other day, uh, I received the news that Alexander Mahov, a war reporter whom I knew personally and who joined uh, you know the army to fight was killed and uh, and yesterday i was i completely wasn't able to function because of this news uh, he was such a you know great person and ukraine is losing its best people it's and it's really devastating in this completely uh, senseless war that has been launched by russia you know for me it was uh, max levin uh, the one of the first journalists that was killed i knew him personally an amazing person just one of ukraine's best so uh yes uh we are losing heroes uh, but uh, we know for sure that a uh, the victory will be ours and b uh, they will be remembered uh, in centuries i think so uh, this is why uh, putin is losing this war yes we will remember heroes we will honor their memory and we will rebuild a better modern prosperous democratic ukraine slava ukraini Героям слава.